Welcome to the Blended Learning in Action podcast. My name is Charity Dodd, and this podcast is sponsored by McGraw-Hill Education. Today, I'm going to talk about the PAC. The PAC is a framework that we use that we call the Hallmarks of Effective Blended Learning. What does PAC stand for? PAC is P for personalization. Students and teachers are co-creating learning pathways and experiences for individual learners. A is for agency, giving learners opportunities to participate in key decisions in their learning experiences. A, authenticity, giving learners the opportunity to solve real-world problems and create solutions for an audience both locally and globally. C for connectivity, giving learners opportunities to experience learning in collaboration with peers and experts locally and globally. And then the last C is creativity, providing learners individual and collaborative opportunities to make things that matter while building skills for their future. So that is the PAC. P-A-A-C-C. When we present the pack, educators, being the typical go-getters, want to know how in the world can they implement or will they implement each element of the pack all at once. So that's not the goal. We suggest starting with one element that maybe you are already closely aligned with or one that excites you to get started. Or maybe you introduce this to your students and ask them what excites them to get started. Choose one, then when you have a good understanding and you have implemented it with fidelity, then you can move on to another element. This series of podcast episodes will go through each of the components of the pack to discuss and share implementation ideas. And today we're going to begin with personalization. Why add personalization to your lesson? Through personalized learning experiences, your students will learn to understand themselves as learners and hopefully learn to advocate for themselves through those opportunities that allow voice and choice. Through a personalized approach, such as student conferencing, teachers and students will build stronger relationships, students will be challenged, and lessons will be tailored to student needs, interests, and skills. Personalizing learning for students I know sounds unrealistic and daunting, but it doesn't have to be. Educators have access to a wide array of technology to support personalized learning. Technology does not replace the teacher, but it does provide the support to allow teachers to create those personalized learning experiences for their students. So how can you add personalization into your learning environment? Let's discuss how to begin personalization at different levels. If you are just getting started, think about the technology that you have in your classroom that's adaptive learning technology. Your students can use those resources to practice skills on a differentiated level. Do you have access to adaptive learning technology such as Alex that meets students where they are to address their learning gaps and also works from their strengths? Take advantage of those adaptive learning tools like these that analyze a student's performance in real time and provides you immediate feedback with data that you can use to help you understand where students are and provide just-in-time support. 
Edpuzzle is another favorite tool of mine for personalization. You can use it to assign individual videos to students to practice skills as needed. Students will have access to their video anytime they need it. Just by using a tool like Edpuzzle, where they can access a video anytime, you are already providing personalization because you're providing opportunities for students to watch at their own pace and at their own time. Another favorite is Seesaw. With Seesaw, students can explore a variety of powerful tools like drawing, voice recording, using videos, and so much more to show what they know in the way that works best for them. You're giving them opportunities to show what they know in a way that's more personalized to them. So if you're doing this, pat yourself on the back because you're already using tools and dipping your toe into personalization and you may not even know it yet. Okay, let's take this another step forward. This is where teachers are giving individual feedback to students throughout the learning experience and teachers are using the student data to plan for mastery, but teachers are still working on becoming proficient in using formative assessment to personalize instruction. Maybe you already use adaptive learning tools, but aren't finding time to use the data because you have a class of 25 to 30 students. Using the station rotation model of blended learning, you can create smaller learning communities to differentiate learning for your students. This will allow time for you to reteach skills if needed, If you're just getting started with station rotation and it feels overwhelming to plan for the typical four stations, begin with two stations. For example, at one station, create a digital assignment or a collaborative station. The other station will be you, the teacher, working with a smaller group or with half the class to differentiate learning. And then when you get comfortable with that, you can add another station and make smaller groups and then add another station and make even smaller groups. And we can talk about additional blended learning models like the playlist or the whole group rotation that really allows the teacher more time to personalize instruction with your students. Another strategy is using your learning management system or your Google Classroom or Schoology or Canvas to assign differentiated lessons to students. For example, Google Classroom allows teachers to assign work individually, and Schoology allows teachers to create grading groups to assign personalized lessons to individuals or groups of students. I've included a great blog post for station rotations in the show notes, so you can get an idea of how to get started with that if you're not familiar. If you've been using blended learning models and digital tools to create personalized learning environments for your students, and you're ready for more student ownership and personalization, here are some ideas. Have students maintain a personalized learning log or a digital portfolio as a central form of assessment. There are so many different ways to get started with this. You can create portfolios in Google Slides or PowerPoint or Google Docs. You can even use Canva. If students are familiar with your tools, use what you have and get started on creating a learning portfolio. Doesn't have to be professional, just get started. So with this, 
Teachers and students can use the student data to plan for more personalized learning pathways. Teachers and students will collaborate on learning experiences based on deeper knowledge of each individual student, both academically and personally. You're using those blended learning models to allow you to conference with students, looking at their personalized learning portfolio and assessing where they are and getting a true understanding of who they are, both academically and personally. This is the time to get to know who your students are at a deeper level. I've shared a few ideas here for people who are at different places. Notice where you are and decide if you are ready to move on to providing more personalization at the next level. Thank you so much for joining today and listening to this podcast and doing all that you're doing to meet the needs of your students and join our next episode where we are talking about increasing agency.